Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, welcome back to the channel. Please excuse the dishevelled look today. The no makeup, non-narcissistic look. Um, I don't pass the narcissist test because I don't think they'd come on looking like this. But anyway, I wanted to make a video for you and it was a subject that I always um, kind of didn't ever realise what it actually meant. It's one of the um, diagnostics in the DSM-5 for what constitutes or one of the characteristics of someone suffering from narcissistic personality disorder. And it's actually, I think, on, on a point on its own, you know that the narcissist um, is grandiose, has this and has that. But one of these lines, one of these criteria for narcissistic personality disorder is um, that they lack empathy. And it's meant to be, and it actually is one of the most significant um, of all of the different criteria but it's very difficult to spot. It's very difficult to spot because they're very good at cold empathy. They're very good at mimicking empathy. And I kind of always brushed it over, um, even though I shouldn't. Um, I kind of the word empathy, empathy. What does it mean? It means standing in someone else's shoes. Does it mean nice? Does it mean being nice? Does it mean being loving? And it was only the other day you know, the way we all have a lot of a lot of us have free time, not all of us in relation to the COVID um, pandemic. And I was looking at various things on Facebook and this video came on of two adults in a garden with a little guy. He must have been about three, a toddler. And what they had done, I mean, I, I can't even fathom how they would make this up as a game, but this was what was produced in the video. So they'd made a duplicate um, little person, you know, out of tin with a painted face on it and a round head that was the same size as the toddlers, the three year old. And this uh, cut out figure that was exactly the same size was obviously on some pole and it swayed from side to side. And the game they were, you may have seen it, I'm sure it's all over the, the Internet, but the game the adults were getting the little guy to play, the toddler to play, was he had this big, big, long stick and he had to stand in a place and wave the stick or hit this little cutout person over the head and try and knock him sideways. So he was kind of getting the stick and going like this. And, you know, he, he just about reached him and he was hitting him one side of the head and the other. And the figure was going from side to side. And I think the aim of the game was like in a fairground that he should knock knock this um, duplicate human over. And anyway, he, he kind of hit him a few times and then he suddenly threw down the stick and he, you know, the adults were laughing, thinking it was funny. He threw down the stick and he ran up. And he put his arms the whole way around this little cut out figure and he, he was crying and he was hugging him. Obviously, obviously it, it had overcome him that he didn't want to hurt this this little person or even though it was only a toy and that he 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 was just overcome with emotion 
and sorrow and empathy. And it was the first time I realised, you know, that, my God, this little boy has it. This little boy understands what empathy is. His he, he had feelings, his feelings were transferred for this other little person figurine. And he really thought that this was a person and he did not want to be hurting him. And it was just so beautiful seeing him throw the stick down and run to this other little person and hug him. And, you know, it was just lovely. Now, to me, that's empathy. And that was the start of empathy. Why the adults, you know, had introduced the game to him of him knocking this figurine over with a stick, I don't know. But that's for another day. In any case, I thought if the child was narcissistic or if it had been a narcissist there, maybe an older child in that child's place, the narcissist wouldn't have done that. The narcissist would have hit and hit and hit the figurine until he actually managed to win the game and knock the figurine over. And then the narcissist would have laughed and been delighted with the fact that he'd won the game, but he would not have had the empathy for the figurine. Anyway, it's a very simplistic way of looking at it, but it drove it home to me that that's what empathy is and that if kids don't get that and aren't shown that up to the age of seven, when seven is a crucial age in their development and their emotional development, um, up to that age, they all it's all about them. And then when they get to the age of seven, they see the world not just in not just in in their own light as as them being omnipotent and the only one in the world they begin to see other people and their needs but if the child doesn't reach the development stage where they actually make that break they go on from the seven-year-old and remain the seven-year-old who hasn't who's all ego and it's all about them so that little child was okay but with the other with the other narcissists, uh, they don't develop that. They don't want to go and, and hug you when they feel you're hurt. They don't want to stop hurting you. They need to win. They lack empathy. And it's like they lack being a human being. Um, they're very, very two-dimensional or three-dimensional. It's as if it's as if a person that has empathy has a head connection and a conscience and a heart connection, like a three-way connection. But the narcissist, it's like has a heart bypass. They don't have the empathy. There's something that doesn't connect. In their head, they have the head connection. They don't have the conscious connection. They have a head connection and the logic connection of what they should actually do. But it bypasses the heart. So... That's the way, in my view, they start off. And that's a very simplistic way of of saying how someone can lack empathy. And if you're in a relationship with a person and they're they're using cold empathy or they're mimicking empathy, it can be very difficult to know if they are actually a narcissist or not, because the empathy veil or the empathy obvious clue usually comes in the discard phase. So all I would say is if you're with if you're in a relationship with someone that you're not sure if they're a narcissist or not, the best thing to do is to look for any signs of cruelty in them. Cruelty is usually usually goes hand in hand with a lack of empathy. 
or a sadistic nature, if they're able to hurt or see others hurt, uh, you may, you'll probably pick up on some things along the way. I know I did. I know I was um, taken aback by the narcissist's lack of care in relation to the way uh, they'd interact with the public or that they'd the respect they had for other people and that they might not clean up after themselves if they were in a public area. They basically wouldn't be too involved in doing a public duty. Um, for instance, if they were part of a club or something and it was their turn on a rotation to maybe make a meal or make tea or make sandwiches, they would get out of that in some way. They they don't feel it's their duty to serve. That's not their function to serve, rather. They're very, uh, again, lacking in empathy. They lack public concern that can be very cruel it may only be at the end of the relationship and if 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 any of you guys like myself have been discarded and it's when the mask falls we really see their total lack of empathy in the absolute apparent cruelty of the discard and the disgusting projection and the crazy the crazy reasons that they will end a relationship, the recklessness of it. But the discard is, I think, the penultimate in when we see a lack of empathy, that someone, you know, who purported to love us so much and was so involved in our lives and so with so many future plans and so entangled with us, can coldly walk away and then talk to you in a manner that you are not even not even a stranger, that you're absolutely uh, worthless, that you don't matter, that you have no significance to them whatsoever. So they suddenly go from being your soulmate to as if they don't actually know you. They're, it's the worst lack of empathy that you could possibly come across. And it's at that stage that you begin to wonder, are they actually a psychopath or a sociopath? And I remember thinking, if this person can do this, they could possibly even kill. They could, you know, if they have no remorse and no empathy in them, there's nothing in them. It's like a cardboard cutout of a person. It's 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 very unbelievable. Anyway, I won't go on. I just wanted to make a video about when the penny dropped for me about empathy and seeing that natural simplistic empathy in a child where they couldn't, you know, contemplate uh, put making more blows on this other little human that they thought you know, that this figure cut out was and the love and the running up to them and wanting to protect them and love them and, and not hurt them. It's the total opposite of what the narcissist is and what they're about. So look, guys, I'm going to leave it here. Again, sorry for the dishevelment, but I did want to make this. It was important to me when I made that kind of when it clicked in my brain and I kind of thought there is no point in having a relationship with someone who is unable 
to love us, that their heart is bypassed, that the only time their heart switches on is if they feel um, pain in some way or they feel that they have to look at their true selves if they're not getting their, their emotions regulated uh, by a human being and they begin to feel the pain of everything that they lack because they're unable to love themselves and they're unable to love others. And it's really sad, but it's very, very important that we recognise it or see the red flags in someone. And I think, as again, as I say, the only way I think we can really see this is by observing the person that you're with, uh, looking at the actions and not the words and looking for signs of cruelty, cruelty to others and also cruelty to ourselves. Okay, guys, um, I'm back to work on Monday, uh, so I will keep trying to make the videos because your support has been so amazing. And we don't know each other that well. We just know each other from here, from this platform of YouTube. And you know what means so much? Some of those comments that you guys have made and actually caring about the fact you know, that I, I wasn't making videos and things. But on a personal level, that really, really, really hit home to me and reminded me that there are so many people that are out there with empathy and that the world is a good place to be in. We just have to be careful for the people that haven't developed as young children and that don't have it. We just have to be careful of ourselves and guard ourselves. And I suppose have empathy for them, but just keep them at a... Uh, way out of the out of the reach where they can actually do any harm okay thanks guys i'll go on and uh, appreciate you being here please subscribe if you're new to the channel and you want more content it really helps it's very encouraging when you see new subscribers in the channel that also keeps you going as well as the wonderful support that you will also find here with the people that are here on this channel they're totally and utterly amazing thanks guys bye bye Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.